Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Content Marketing Show. CMS is all about content, best content strategies, how to create compelling, engaging content, pet peeves of content creators, and so on. I'm your host, Sumedha, and today we'll be talking about how to improve your content writing skills. For most of us folks in marketing, one of our goals always seems to be to improve a certain skill. Now, that skill can be social media marketing, SEO, SEMO, whatever your kryptonite is at the moment. In case you have top-line content writing as one of the skills that you'd like to master, then just listen on. Here are some tips to help you become a better writer. Tip number one, writing every day. Writing is a muscle that needs to be flexed every day. I have spoken and written a lot about the writing commitment in my blog. So how to write more blog posts in less time, how to push out a higher volume of content. But let me underscore what I have uh, you know, talked about previously by stating this again. Life and pretty much everything in it boils down to process and efficiency. You cannot hope to improve your writing on the basis of few sporadic writing sessions. You need to write enough to get into the phase where you can edit out stuff or edit out posts which you feel don't make the cut. For that, you need to have enough writing material in the first place. In the initial phases, both quality and quantity are important. In my initial years with the blog, I would spend hours and hours creating what I thought was the most perfect, most well-researched post. But then I would fatigue out and not write anything for weeks. I realized that I needed to space out my writing to have both the volume and the quality. The volume is necessary for you to have a buffer for your bad days and to figure out your block tone of voice. Your block tone of voice. You need to be clear about who you are speaking to. What are their media consumption habits? What is your natural tone of voice? And what tone of voice does your target audience need? So if you want to know more about how to establish your blog's tone of voice, then just hop onto my blog where I've covered this topic in greater detail. But coming back again to the writing commitment and discipline in writing, you need more discipline in writing. That means having a schedule and sticking to it. I identified my most productive zones, that is morning and late in the evening. And I forced myself to write every day. And it has worked. Mostly I've been able to draft out my content marketing schedule in advance and I write about 1,500, 2,000 words a day. That has meant I have a steady content pipeline. It saves me the headache of everyday deliberations. What do I write about? I also get to plan important milestone days in advance and I have sufficient time to edit and also for content promotions. So tip number one is all about consistency. And yes, I advise you to write every day. Tip number two, doing a SWOT analysis. That's S-W-O-T, strength, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. This is the first thing you should do in case you're taking up writing for the first time. Doing an internal SWOT will place you in good stead. My SWOT, my personal SWOT, for example, is something like this. So my strengths, obviously a big picture view on the story. Uh, it's also vocabulary. My weaknesses, 
threading the narrative and yes consistency quite a bit uh, the opportunities that i see are collaborations and threads are uh, of course other bloggers time draining activities like well netflix seriously uh, so your writing sessions will validate your initial thoughts on your personal sort they will help you validate if your strengths are truly your strengths and your weaknesses are indeed what you think they are so uh, you might be thinking do i really need a swot how doing a swot will help let me explain if you are thinking of taking up writing assignments you will be working on a variety of topics finance health personal fitness this would mean having flexibility in your writing being adept at outlining structuring creating storyboards characters developing the narratives you will need to know where should you be focusing your attention to when you're not writing and that will only come from the swot it will help you identify areas of improvement honing what you already have and helping you identify opportunities for example collaborations with brands and caution you against threats you need to have some volume to conduct your personal swot and hence the need for quantity early on in one of my earlier podcast i have talked about how to increase your content volume so you may want to go through that if you feel that that's something that you would like to work on tip number 3 understanding your target audience understanding target audience and the target audience needs is the next most important thing for you for improving your skills as a content writer many marketers and content professionals have a myopic complex i know it i had one a severe one they write what they think the customer wants to hear or read and in the language that they are comfortable with whereas content should always be what the customer wants to know and in the language the customer is comfortable in converses daily in things about you know things about his his challenges in the in the same tonality it sounds obvious right you'd be surprised to know how many marketers and content writers still don't get it i myself had a very difficult journey in bridging the gap so i know that this is an unconscious bias but understanding your target audience is extremely important you uh, will have seen the naturally stiff communication that looks also false you know being being peddled about and yet brands or individuals don't realize that a communication and messaging has changed fundamentally this is an era of transparency and slice of life and users appreciate the same tonality uh, you know uh, which which they talk uh, with their friends with the peers the colleagues and and prefer receiving communication in the same uh, vein as well so irrespective of what your swot says you need to spend a disproportionate amount of time in understanding your target audience needs uh in special especially this section you should focus on the who who is the target audience do you have the demographic geographic psychographic data yet if not get this asap why do you have evidenced information about why they consume your content can you talk to a few to understand where your content fits in within their daily workflows for example my content is very useful for someone who's just getting started in content marketing or uh, probably someone who is who's experienced in other areas and wants to amp up their skills in content uh, so you need to understand you know when is your content getting consumed uh let's talk about the next w which is where where is your content getting consumed which platforms are being used to consume the content where do your consumers go for advice 
the next w is what what information is being read by your target audience to fulfill their needs at present very important from understanding the competition when at which times in the day is your target audience consuming the content helpful for scheduling and posting your content at the time your target audience is more likely to be online and finally how how is your target audience consuming the content is it in one go or sporadic sessions you cannot expect to have the same tone of voice and writing style for two widely different audience audience types for example the reading requirements for senior finance executives aged 40 would be very different from fresh finance graduates the first audience segment would need more updates career advancement leader leadership type content whereas the second target audience would need more in depth advice and guidance so just hypothetically so i'm just trying to illustrate the difference based on uh, you know demographic factors the tone of voice for the first may be more conservative and formal whereas for the second audience segment the tone of voice may be more informal you need to have an inherently deep understanding of who your target audience is and what they want uh so tip number 4 is all about outlining this is the big picture thinking think of movies and you know you'll notice the three pivotal things matter the beginning the middle and the end the beginning sets it sets the course of the events your protagonist and antagonist are all established here motives are specified and you build a narrative content writing works the same way once you have an idea in mind you need to keep working at the structure identifying the broad theme the beginning the middle and the conclusion often i have tried to do the opposite start writing to see where it goes and then filling the gap and then trying to fill in fill fill in the gap again it hasn't worked for me outlining makes it easier for you to build the plot lines you know what connections you need to make to make the story story sound plausible the article readable whenever i have stopped uh, or you know perhaps skipped outlining it's taken me an extra hours or so to set the article straight i realized this kind of experimentation doesn't work for me so uh, try outlining and i'm sure you'll see an immediate improvement in your content writing tip number 5 is structuring you need to provide so much value as a writer that the reader is compelled to share it your post should be so comprehensive that the reader just doesn't need to browse any further easier said than done right but that's what writing is all about providing value to your readers for that you need to structure your content so that it is easily comprehensible and understandable by your audience tip number 6 editing tools don't be shy of using editing tools i started off my career as an editor in a content role and uh, you can you can go through some of uh, the videos on my on my youtube channel or also on my blog to find about my journey as a digital marketer somewhere down the line when i made a career switch i moved into other roles and the editor in me took a back seat i'm not ashamed to admit that i did write articles that needed to be copy edited it was purely due to lack of time and not the intention to churn out a poorly written article but then i decided to go down the digital intervention tools route i tried a couple of editing tools such as grammarly and life has been pretty sorted uh, on the editing front at least since then so uh, use editing tools as much as you can <clears throat> just to ensure that uh, you know yeah you churn out an article which is well polished grammatically correct and uh, you know it it has it uses right tonality tip number 7 writing an in-depth article how many times it has happened that you were reading something online you didn't find enough depth in the topic 
and you moved on to another site soon after hoping to find something that is much more deeper and comprehensive if your user is reading your article and he has to visit some other site to get more information then you've already lost the opportunity one of the most important skills in content writing is writing in depth insightful long format articles if you are writing 3000 to 4000 words per article this adds serious heft to your writing profile writing long format article has innumerable advantages you're giving information that is so comprehensive that your users stay on your site as long as possible influential bloggers marketers routinely write content that is 4000 words plus you're creating a body of background research that is contributing to your own knowledge development you're creating a repository from where you can repurpose and create short format articles and content for social media I know it is difficult to write that word count in case you're just beginning but then everything in life comes with discipline and practice you need to up your blogging output not easy i know but you need to write more informative content if you wish to be taken seriously as a blogger i have uh, written a blog post on about how to write more informative content for your blog and i'm sure that you'll find it useful as well tip number 8 plagiarized content the web is full of duplicitous plagiarized content it pains me to see how many writers are still copying content not realizing they are completely eroding their profile as a writer in numerous tools are available online which can help detect the level of plagiarism thus leading to blacklisting of authors or writers If you feel particularly inspired by an article, you should cite it in the references and present your take on that author's viewpoint. You should not blatantly lift sections from another article or report. Copyright infringement is a serious offense and punishable by law. You want to be on the right side of it and for the sake of your readers and yourself. In case you're using any image from any published report, website, cite the image source. In case you're citing any statistics from any article, cite the full article itself. Your readers will appreciate a, a you know, a unplagiarized article with your take, rather than a lengthy essay with plagiarized sections. Remember, repetition once lost due to plagiarism is remarkably difficult to restore. Tip number nine: Don't be boring. It is immensely hard to drive traffic to blogs and website. Imagine the reader actually coming on to your blog and finding that the content is boring and unengaging. We all owe it to our readers. Creating content that resonates with them helps them in their daily workflows in some way or entertains them. So for me, the next biggest blunder is monotonous dead piece of content. Writing can you know write content so good that it is inherently shareworthy, or as Rand Fishkin explains, you know write content which is ten x. content that is 10 times better than the best content that can currently be found in search engine results for a given phrase or topic so how do you inherently you know create content that is inherently useful or viral content so there's no formula but some uh, you know some enablers uh, can be embedded in your content the first one is that your content should have some personality it can be useful engaging shocking or plain and simple something that the target audience didn't know before if there's no novelty factor no fresh perspective all you will have is an insipid packed load of content that no one wants to read uh the next uh, enabler is emotion eliciting an emotional response from readers is very important to get them to engage with the content positive emotions like 
awe, excitement, amusement, or negative emotions like ang- anger, anxiety, both trigger strong share emotions. Go ahead, take a stand, generate conversations. Social currency. We all want social recognition of being thought as cool, uh, thoughtful, knowledgeable. Our engagement with content is in the same way. Think of how you would rather share something funny on WhatsApp with your friends because it, because it makes you look cool. Or perhaps you'd like to share something knowledgeable because you'd like to be thought of that way. While creating content, think, is this so useful that someone will forward it to their friends, right? Uh, will someone forward this thinking that this might, uh, you know, this might build their perception? Uh, so just just think what could be the appropriate reaction uh, when a user comes across that bit of content. Triggers. Make it easy for people to associate your content with a strong, relevant emotion. Okay. So, for example, uh, peanut butter and jelly is a classic combination, right? So, what is the trigger for your content? Is your content routinely funny? Is it routinely useful? What is the one defining trigger emotion for your content? For example, if uh, you know you can routinely associate the Amul ads with topicality. So if there is a burning social issue somewhere, there's always bound to be an Amul ad about it, right? So nowadays, all brands do it. Uh, Amul has always been the pioneer in this. Uh, when we share something, we are always conscious that the world is judging us, right? So uh, we want to provide content or forward content which creates practical value. So share something, uh, share content which makes uh, your readers right want to want to further share your content on basis of the practical value it provides what are you giving to your readers is it is a tip to do something better video demonstrations how to videos uh, practicality terms everything else most of the time my uh, last tip is tip number 10 be you okay uh, agreed the story may have been told a thousand times but it has never been told from your perspective inject your writing with or your own unique perspective bring your insights to the table don't be afraid of sharing opinions and recommendations differing opinions create interesting conversations okay so uh just putting it all together today we've seen some tips uh in fact 10 tips on how to improve your content writing skills and uh, just summing it up tip number one writing every day very important tip number two doing a swot analysis tip number three understanding your target audience the who why where when what and how Tip number four, outlining. Tip number five, structuring your content. Tip number six, editing tools. Tip number seven, writing in-depth articles. Tip number eight is all about plagiarized content. Tip number nine, don't be boring. And tip number 10, be you. I hope you found this episode uh, useful. Content writing is hard, especially if you're a beginner competing against a sea of trained or competitive professionals. But experience is not an indication of competence anyway. So just follow the above recommendations. There's no reason why you cannot pick up the skills to become an accomplished content writer. In case you feel I've missed anything, do let me know. And have a nice day and thanks for listening.